Brought it brought all to New York. Might as well invite the ladies oh, and shit. You're going to do it that way. All right, go ahead. Well, go through with five friends. But it was good because you were the first one that just stepped up and stepped up and did something. I apologize for that. Five friends that anybody can have. All right, Nate Jane. Thank you. Go ahead, You're going to say my name in the decibel low. Just say it normal. Nate Jane. Nate Jane. Bring it on, Nate Jane. Did you guys, as kids, did you guys used to see if the whis- if the bourbon or whiskey would burn? Yeah. Light a oh, shot. Yeah. yeah, we always and, did that in bars. And when I was saying, you know, to, uh, uh, you know, Monty Hall, uh, you know, the other, it was just saying, talking about how we got there, right? They said, you know, when I was 11, I didn't start with bourbon. You know, I started with beer, you know, and, uh. And then you got through beer, and that tasted like shit. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> and nobody liked their first fucking beer, right? No. I mean, come on, really? Right, because it was cool. You drank it because you knew you, you know, you saw your parents, you saw whoever, you and it was available. It was available. Yep. You had beer. Eventually, you got to a point where you weren't gagging when you drank it, and then you got through that, and then you know somebody gave you a little bit of old, uh, uh, what was it, Boone's Farm? Oh yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. Mad Dog Shitty Wine. Yeah. You know. Then Move, you felt a little more sophisticated. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, got past that, and then you went to... Got in some fire. Vodka, you know what I mean? <laughs> probably was probably... I mean, for us, anyway, vodka was one of the most readily available things. And I just remember, like, at some point, somebody brought in, like, a, a whiskey, you know what I mean? And it was typically Jack Daniels. Yep, yeah. You know Daniels, I mean? Jack well, Daniels that's the always, first I had. And, uh, you know, you drank that, and it was, like, fucking turpentine. Yeah. But, you know, it was the same as everything. You drank it and tried not to... You know, let people know it was shitty. Um, but, you know, eventually you got to a point where you're like, all right, now I enjoy this, you know. And yeah. I, it's because we typically don't get smarter with age. Parts of us get yeah. dumber. And it's a certain gray matter that just keeps saying, well, I like this because it's, yeah, it's getting me there a little quicker. <laughs> or well, that's funny would... you said that because, sorry. But uh, I remember in college, I, I, I drank bourbon before that. But in college, you know, when money was hard to come by. I learned that if you get to a bar and do a couple shots before you start drinking your beers, things yep. happen a lot quicker. So yep. that's how I got it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I mean, it always was something, I don't know, you might bleep this out too, is, you know, back in the day, not dating us or giving people an idea how old we are, you know, I knew that if it affected me that quicker, Guess what it's gonna do to the ladies? <laughs> Make them throw up. Man, they're gonna think <laughs> that maybe, yeah. but at least they're gonna think I'm super hot. Yeah, yeah. 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 Made things well. quicker there too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not for me. I actually think I think my first was I think wild turkey. Oh, oh, good one. Yeah. oh the old wild That'll turkey. Work. Yeah, I think that was yeah. the first one that I ever had, and I had that in, in high school. But to be honest, I didn't have, drink bourbon again until. I didn't drink it um, until you know I, until my adult years. To be honest, you know, I yeah. I, I stayed away from it. I drank beer. I was pretty always, much a beer. I pretty much it was it. a I beer mean, we drinker. We mixed it in pretty early. I don't. Re- I mean, I remember yeah. it like you said when you when you first were getting going with alcohol. That you know, first bourbon was Jack Daniels and even some Jim Beam, and neither one of them were like, oh, yeah. but you choked it down and. And yeah, it brought a, it brought a quick buzz, but then it wasn't all that long that we were mixing that in. Yeah. But sure. then, when all of a sudden started getting into to a really really good bourbon, then it yeah. was like, whoa, yeah. this, this a is a little good. different. Right? <laughs> oh yeah. 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 
But I was honestly, I was a, a vodka drinker quite a bit, and I was drinking rum mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. before I got back into the bourbon. And, I, and I, I started to appreciate bourbon a lot more when I was getting a little bit older. Yeah. Um, whatever got you fucked up quicker when you were younger <laughs> kind of thing, you know. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I remember I was, uh, and that's when I would, I started drinking whatever liquors was, was the efficacy, right? And uh, I started bartending in college, and um, I got the, whatever every first bartender in a place gets is the shitty shift, you know, uh, from like 11 a.m. to about 4. And I had this shift, and this old guy would come in, Right when we opened, every day, uh, retired, his name was Reuben, and he drank uh, scotch and soda, and then he would, sh- he would switch to bourbon with three cubes. And he'd, he'd sit through <laughs> my whole shift, he'd be the only person in the bar pretty much every day. And then I got to know him, you know, and I, finally I asked him a question, I said, Reuben, why do you drink that? Right, because to me it still tasted like shit. Right. You know, unless I mixed it with enough Coke, which I didn't, didn't know if you could taste it, right? And he goes, it's the hangover. He goes, I, I don't drink it with sodas. He said, because less sugar. He says, I can, he says, I'm a drunk. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's a retired alcoholic. Yeah. That's what he was. And he goes, I can wake up every day and have it again. I don't get a hangover. So I'm like, wow, he's on to something. What's so up I, with, I committed myself from that day. So I've heard that before. What's up with the three cubes? It's just less watering down? So yeah, there, there's, you know, if you bartend long enough, and you're in front of enough drunks, and I don't know why you aspire to get advice from the drunks so you can be like that, but they'll give it to you. And you'll have guys that say, um, like a, a good scotch or a good bourbon, um, you'll never cube it. Uh, but if you have a medium range kind of drink, you know, which most of your bars carried back then, you didn't have 14 bourbons in the back of the no, bar. You, no, know, no, you no. probably had three. And, and they would say the ice just gets it cascading. Mm-hmm. That's what they would always say. It gets it cascading a little bit and gives it some uh, kind of blend, and it's it's a nice. Yeah, a little easier on you. <clears throat> I stopped into this bar about two weeks ago. Is this a joke? No. <laughs> <laughs> this guy comes in, he sits down, he says, Give me three shots of tequila. The bartender looks at him and says, Okay. So, what's the occasion? My first blowjob today. The bartender says, Well, that is something special. He says, I'll give you one on the house. He said, hell, if I can't get the uh, taste out of my mouth with the first three, the fourth one's not going to be the I think I worked yeah. it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, my wife was at Walmart the other night. She came home, and she was telling me what a bitch the uh, cashier was. And I said, what would you do, use the self-checkout? That started the fight. <laughs> 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 oh. Boy, nobody likes our jokes better than us. And it's funny, you know, in meeting old granddad and meeting you guys, um, you know, I always knew Maker, you know, with his Bud Light. Um, when I met you guys, you know, pretty much was beer, you know, and um, I had a particular experience, uh, Maker's first experience with me, where he got to see where, yeah, yeah. Uh, Beer wasn't my thing, and and, and uh, old granddad and I were had already gotten our doctorates in uh, in bourbon. So uh, you know we uh, we we well versed. Yeah, at this point we can't even get a higher degree. Right? No, <laughs> so, we've mastered it. Yeah, but it's funny. 
that, you know, I had a few other friends. Um, uh, this one friend of mine, Vangino, uh, he's, uh, you know, didn't drink bourbon either. And, um, and, and Paul, you know, he kind of, kind of came up. Ow! Oh, an old granddad. Uh, a southern retard. Uh, <laughs> 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 Sorry. Anyway, um, you know, but I really consider myself a little bit, right, not putting myself on a pedestal, but I'm more of like a Moses of bourbon. You know, I, I have I have really brought some people through the, mm-hmm. I parted the, the sea of beer and brought people over to the other, uh, you know, glorious side of, of bourbon. And, uh, well, you've definitely, you've definitely expanded my horizons in bourbon. Yeah. I, I really yeah. want to influence your life, but not, I'll take it. <laughs> you know, you get there's certain things. You, you know. Seeing you guys early on, that that was more of a deterrent for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should have never had one ever. Yeah. <laughs> you got sucked yeah. in. And, you, know, oh, you can oh. open and close doors pretty good. <laughs> pretty and much. You have some bourbon. I probably have led so many. Somebody didn't follow me through party yeah, with beer. Yeah, 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 they yeah. just stayed on the other side. But, <laughs> uh, but like my son, you know, I consider him to be a disciple. He's not really. A, he's not one of the apostles yet. But you know, and uh, um, yeah, I mean, uh, Monty Hall here. He, you know, he had one the other day, and I don't think he enjoys it very much. But. He, he's a disciple. He at least uh, put his lips to it, right? That's the first start. Yeah. On the subject of trying different bourbons and getting people to try bourbon in general, what bourbon are you guys drinking tonight? Does anyone know the actual name or did you forget that already? Basil Hayden's. <laughs> okay, perfect. So you're drinking Basil Hayden's and that's the only one you're drinking. Right now. That's it, correct? Oh, that's it for the whole night? Oh my God. Well, you're going to go through that one and then at the end you're going to give a rating. What you think, and we actually have to decide on how you're going to grade it. So, if there's like criteria that you guys want specifically, you can pick that one and then uh, kind of discuss what you guys think, how it should be graded. Yeah, well, I think one thing we do gotta probably at some point as we get going a bit is we have to discern types of bourbons because you know, basil's is a, is a rye bourbon. Uh, versus sour mashes and versus you know various kinds. So um, I mean, for me, how I I mean I do. I'm really uh, I'm a true guy, right? I'm uh, I'm interested in cool name too. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, uh, if it was called, you know. Bob's bourbon. <laughs> uh, I might look for something a little bit more yeah. intriguing, right? And basically, what about old granddad's bourbon. Old granddad's fantastic. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, that's, that's, good. that's a good name. Yeah. <laughs> all kind. Took on my dinkle. <laughs> yeah, but when you go into a liquor store, I mean, does the you know the bottle attract you? Oh, for sure. You know, flashy thing. I mean, that's that's when I find myself more than more than ever going, and I'm just not grabbing the typical. A Jim Bean or mm-hmm. or others at this point in time. I find myself looking at, at different types of bourbons every time I go into the liquor store. And that's so, such a lighter color bourbon too. Oh yeah, it doesn't. You know, yeah, really is, one is compared light. to what's behind you. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of mm-hmm. that's a very so, light. So paying a premium price is 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 worth it. Oh yeah, pay for. Yeah. So for you, a criteria is is visual first. 
visual the bottle. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I'm attracted to a bottle first. I'm like looking at a, you know, if I'm in a large liquor store. I'm attracted to women first, but well, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's got their thing. You do yeah, a lot with a bottle, John. <laughs> <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> you want to take that one back, old granddad? You can do a lot with a bottle, Dinkle. <laughs> But that is my first. I mean, I find myself, oh wow, look at that bottle, look at that bottle, and then, then I find myself looking at names before I actually find me looking at the type of bourbon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but that's my first attraction. Is like, what's anything new? What, what do I see new here? How long is the stem? You know, it's like. Yeah. Can you do a lot with that bottle, Paul? Oh, Brenda. It's only what four inches. <laughs> This will go a long way. <laughs> so I have down here bottle and color, which I think are two that I think most people look at. Mm -hmm. And judging by the ones that are just behind us here, there's like four different, five different bourbons, and none of them look even close to the same. Well, so it's definitely something that they're thinking about. When yeah, the Elijah Craig was how yeah. dark that is. Yeah. 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 So if anyone has to build off of that on. Yeah, the Cinerator. I mean, I love the uh, uh, cinnamon taste of bourbons. You know, I've always been attracted to that and the uh, anything cinnamon. Do you like a flavor? Like Is cinnamon a word? Cinnamon. Cinnamon. Yes. Cinnamon. Cinnamon. Yeah. Cinnamon. I'm not even trying. So you like the flavored? Type I like bourbons. Yeah. You know, so a lot of a lot of them that you guys like. It's just to me, it's almost like a, a oil, like gas. You know, it's just it's too strong. Which really, these these high quality, like this one here. No, this one's okay. Yeah. But there's some yeah. that I've had with you guys that were just a little much for me. Yeah, well that's I that's Scotch whiskey. or is it, yeah, that's Scotch whiskey. Because I have a story about that. Can, can we talk about that? Sure. Yeah. No. So makers so. makers likes a flavor type bourbon, whether it's an apple or a cinnamon. Yeah, correct. Like, I'm a big Jim Beam fan because of that, because you can get different flavors, mm -hmm. you know. If you're drinking them, but a straight bourbon. Right? Straight, <clears throat> just on some ice, yeah. Yeah, so how'd you, I mean, I crushed, crushed ice, by the way. Oh. What's the difference ice. between whiskey and bourbon? Good question. Well, supposedly my kid was telling me that, that to be classified as bourbon and have the name on the bottle, it has to be made, it's made in Kentucky. Kentucky. That that's the only real... Because I know you, that bourbons, you know, it, there's no such thing as a non-U.S. bourbon. Okay. Like, you can't, you can't say bourbon unless it was distilled in the United States. Okay. Right. Like, Crown, Crown Royal is a rye whiskey. Right. Canadian. Right. Right. But it's along the same lines, which is another one, whether we're just talking bourbons, but I love that. Crown Royal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially the higher end. Mikey Duel. Yep. Always used to. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not and see, I'm not a rye. Like I, that's why I'm surprised. I like basil as much as I do because it's a rye bourbon. Right. And I typically anything rye for me is usually, I, I just don't have a taste for it. But it doesn't come through in uh, in this uh, as much. I yeah. Basil's, uh, I think, one of the smoothest bourbons. Uh, it's very smooth. Yeah. But Mark, you talking about the stuff? That we might drink that tastes like gas. I mean, typically, 
the higher end it is, um, it, they typically also come with a bit more uh, proof as well. And higher proof, less aged, tends to be that harsher taste. Gotcha. If you try the Woodford Reserve or something that's aged eight years and up, um, it's, it's a different experience. And the, uh, you know, when you get into stuff that probably will never grace this table unless maybe some listeners donate some money to us, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, like a, a Pappy, you know, or, or, or something like, or Macallan and stuff like that. I mean, you know, those things are, you know, 12, you can buy an 18, you can buy a 24, you know, but if you go to our local biggest bourbon uh, dealer in our area, but they're also, they could range from three grand to 12 grand a bottle. Yeah, you know? wow. And they yeah. actually stock them? They yeah, carry? Mm-hmm. They, they've got a whole yeah. whole uh, conglomerate on the back. Wow. And I mean, you got, they're in glass case, they're right. not sitting out. You got to ask for um, You got to ask for them. And a lot of times, like if you're ordering a bottle of Pappy, um, you know, if they don't have it, you can get it because they'll buy it on consignment, you know, so that, you know, the, the bourbon and and the distributors that sell those don't give them to any Joe Schmo liquor store. I mean, they've got to have the clientele that buys that type of thing, or they have to be moving that type of product in order for them to even have it. I'd imagine the, the, the people that work there need to be sort of trained on it, too, how to sell it and what it's all about. If you're if you're going to buy that, usually you're, they're you going to call the guy up that's going to tell you about it. Yeah. Um, it's like selling a Maserati or yeah, something. Yeah, and know, there's different like, grades of, of a Pappy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, just like there's different grades of a car. You right. Know? I mean, so um, you, you could, in, in Pappy's, you could buy a bottle of Pappy relatively for what, a couple hundred dollars, the cheaper brand, right? Three, oh, and four, off brand. An off-brand. Off-brand. Yeah. Not, not labeled but, as Pappy, but from the same distillery. Same distillery, right. But, you know, you can, like Don, like uh, Night Shade said. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> take, take this one more time. Like Night Shade said, you could, you could pay for, you know, and see, out of a bottle of bourbon. Out of everybody on this table, mainly the bourbon virgin still. Yeah. Because you guys have all been drinking bourbon a lot longer than I have. I've only been doing it for a couple of years now. You followed, and it's still, you followed Moses. Man. Right, and it's still only a hit and miss when I drink it, you know. Um, you know, you guys are definitely that hard. Um, I do have to say, once I'm in the mode, it tastes better to me. Once I have a few other drinks and get rolling with it, um, you know, uh, like when we were doing the doubles, you know, I thought that was like, it was going down really well. You know? <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, it was going down good. really well. Now, what was that? Woodford. Woodford. That was good. That was yeah, very good. Really good. But I haven't tasted so many different types of bourbon to really know what's really good out there and what's not. Um, so pretty much when I've been getting these bottles too, I'm like, you know, I see, you know, a Four Roses is supposed to be a really good one. Very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, this uh, High West Whiskey, I got that, that uh, come out of a distillery in Utah. Um, I've seen that before. I haven't had that. And then the Elijah Craig. And to me, I don't. I don't know the difference between those types yet. Yeah, yeah. And, but, and, but these are Kentucky. I, I like the Kentucky ones for sure. Yeah, that's probably my, my favorite of Kentucky yeah. bourbon. But yeah, it's um, yeah, it's funny. It, but that's again, it's part of the purpose of this to some degree is is talking about that kind of journey. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe if uh, if we're into season three, 
you know, all of a sudden John's like, I ain't fucking drinking anything less than a cup of Woodford. Yep. happy. Well, what's interesting is like there's places you can go, even even in our area, mm-hmm. you can go and you could you could buy shots of so many different varieties mm-hmm. of bourbons. Yeah, and, and we've been at places. Yeah, yeah, Nightshade and I have been at places where there's you know I'm talking there's got to be three four hundred different types of bottles yeah. in this mm-hmm. one one. And they're just little shots. Yeah. Well, they're bought, and you you could buy shots. Right, little yeah. bottles. Yeah. And some shots could go. You talk about Pappies. What were they? One hundred and eighty dollars per a shot? shot per an ounce. Yeah, per right. an ounce. One hundred eighty dollars per per shot. Yeah. And they're not, they aren't free pouring that. No, no, no they aren't. Uh, but it's a great way to try something yeah. instead of having to buy yeah. an yeah. entire oh, bottle. Yeah, yeah. something expensive uh, is to go to yeah. this establishment and. They actually have a menu and you can see about it. Yeah. You can read about the different types of bourbons. And then from there, you can buy a shot and determine, oh, I'm going to buy this bottle the next time I go to a liquor store. Yeah, because yeah, everybody's palate's a little bit different. Yeah, yeah for sure. Know, I, think it, I think inevitably it's like, well, it can be the whole the experience through the entire drink. But for me, it's always the way something finishes. And so if something finishes... You know, you taste it in your mouth, but then that ten, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that ten seconds afterwards, it, 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 it finished pretty well. In the yeah. mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Tie it back to the first choice. Yeah. <laughs> I've never finished in a mouth and had anybody complain um, ever. I have. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Maker, oh Maker, you're something. Maker. But as a, as a as a made up name, but you'll get the analogy. Ten Oak, mm-hmm. we'll call this bar. Yeah. Um, and uh, you go in there, and not only do they have the you know bourbons that you've never heard of before, but the bartender is like a PhD. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, again, because they those. Bars you go to are high end anyway. If they're That's carrying it, they're pouring it. Yeah. Um, their bartenders are not allowed not to know, oh, yeah. right? Um, yeah. And because, and then typically, if you've got somebody coming in and asking for that in yeah. that bar, sure. they're asking for it because they've had it before. Mm-hmm. Maybe they want they, they're with a buddy or friends or whatever. They're like, you've got to try this. Uh-huh. And the other rule is, if you're paying that much, don't be drunk when you're in the experience. Because mm-hmm. it's, it takes away from it. I mean, you want to go in and you know start with a high end and finish with you know your your every day, right? Yeah. <laughs> because you want the know. bartender know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I only want two of these. Yeah. I'm not Stop tab. me. Try no matter what I say. Stop <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> these local distilleries that are popping up. Does anybody? Do you guys like those? I haven't tried any of them. Well, you went to the one down on five, right? Yeah. That you was telling me? Yeah, I don't claim to be as much of a connoisseur as some of you guys, but, uh, you know, I didn't care for it. I yeah. like, like, even my typical Jim Beam, I, I would take that over anything I drank at, at that point. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think, my wife, uh, it was out at Boston Spa. It was at one of these, uh, I don't know, like a Saturday morning fair in the park and stuff, and it was a small batch. Local, but I, but I, as far as local distilleries, I haven't been to the actual distilleries. And that what we had wasn't. I'm trying to think of what the name of it was. Um, didn't appeal to me at all. It seemed very strong and gassy. Yeah, kind of got to be like the craft beers, though, right? Because when you think about it, even five years ago, you know, you didn't go into your 
bars, and they had normally maybe five beers on tap. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, oh, yeah. and now they everybody's got at least ten, and yeah. and and bourbons and vodkas, and that whole thing opening up to people being able to produce them. Got to be the same thing. Now, for me, I have nothing against. Obviously, the local distilleries, um, I, I think it's great. But what I'm sort of turned off about is like the place you mentioned. You know, I want to buy a bottle of their bourbon, and it's 80 to 90 bucks for a bottle. Right. And if I'm spending 80 to 90 bucks a bottle, I want an aged bourbon. And there's no way you being in business for three years that you have an aged enough bourbon for me to pay that amount of money for. Yeah, that's like you said, eight's the minimum. Eight to twelve years is, is yeah. pretty standard for the good bourbon. A good bourbon, yeah. And I mean, so it gets to be a bit trendy, right? Because I'm paying for it. It's a novelty because it's local. It's a new label, yeah. and, you know, whatever. But is it really because it's an upper echelon bourbon or it's going to be in those groupings of some of those higher end things we talked about? No, it means it could be a very good bourbon, but not yet. <laughs> yeah, it, it's difficult to, to be able to find local type of distilleries that can produce like some of the nationals that are out there. Yeah. All right, talking Just, about aged bourbon, what is Basil and Hayden? Like how long, is, how is that one? What is that aged in? I don't think this is aged at all. Um, I'm pretty sure it isn't. Uh, but that's one thing we should do is in the next ones we should research the focus, the focus bourbon and understand right. the criteria behind it. Yeah, there you go. But you know, price point wise, this is still a good priced bourbon because it's a higher end bourbon, but it's not crazy price where I, I'm thinking I'm getting something that is a north of six years you know what i mean in that eight year uh, standpoint i'm perfectly okay with buying this or, or buying a jefferson or something like that in that you know 40 to 60 dollar range um because it's a very well produced quality bourbon um but it doesn't mean it comes with aging you know so we, we've talked about the bottle we've talked about the color we've talked about the age price you hit on the price there a little bit. I mean, how um, how high would you go up for a bottle of bourbon? How high have I? Yeah. Has everybody over here this? <laughs> <laughs> everybody. Um, I change? would say I would say mine. Not what I've drank, but what I've personally paid for mm -hmm. uh, is probably McCallum, and it's probably in the five hundred dollars. Yeah, for a bottle. I think so. You could do like price as a criteria, and then say like if it's fair, if it's too high, or if it's too low. Like if it's a bargain, I guess. And you kind of go by that too. So, so well, you were talking about how this is a fair price for what it's giving you. So, um, so with McCallan, with, with paying that price, would you would you buy it again? Is it worth that price, McCallan? Well, here's the deal, right? Um, it was a bad purpose purchase uh, because when I bought it. I was going to drink it like I would be drinking a bottle of basil Hayden. Yeah. And that's not why you buy Correct. that bottle. Um, that is the same thing. Like, literally, if I buy that bottle, just as the bartender is not going to free pour that for you behind the bar, if you come over to my house, I should be measuring that out. Right. No one else. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's, 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 that's,
that's one you keep around for special occasions yeah. type thing. Yeah. yeah. Top of your shelf. Yeah. Top in the back. But theoretically, um, you know, I may have been employed uh, with someone in the past where I may have had a bar tab that was north of three grand. And uh, you know, it was because, you know, we're, yeah, I mean, yeah. I paid him back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I paid back every time. Mm-hmm. So apparently with this uh, basil and heat, it said in the beginning, it was labeled as an eight-year eight aged bourbon. But in 2014, the age statement was replaced with artfully aged, indicating that the brand no longer carries an aged guarantee. They probably couldn't keep up with the demand. Yeah. Well, that that's that's the other piece, right? If you yeah. look at it from a, a, a business standpoint, you know that's why, you know these local bourbons that put out a nice product, um, you know who's gonna go into a business where I'm gonna put my product into a bunch of oak. You know yeah. barrels, yeah. and you know I'll sell it six years. Yeah. Well, you know the one that I was talking about, the local one. They said they did that. They said that you know several years Prior ago to it, they batched them up. It. Yeah, they let it set for I think right. it was five years. Yeah, and then they opened up their business. And they started, and so what they're man- what they're manufacturing is yeah, that's and what then they claim. They'll sell in between, right? What they had. So there is one bourbon I do want to buy though, too, to also try out is the blackened. And it's the Metallica bourbon. Yeah, I haven't tried that. that. Yeah, I'd like to try that one. Yeah. Um, so that's a neat one. Um, What's the price on that, do you know? I think it's about $50. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think it's priced just like the Basil and Hayden's and, you know, very similar to the Woodford. And, um, but it's, uh, they claim, you know, when it's in the barrels, they're playing hard rock music to it. And, oh, yeah, you know, right. it's being aged. But, uh, Vibration. Right? Yeah. So... Yeah, I mean, if you look at like Buffalo Trace, for instance, and I'm pretty sure I'm accurate on this, but Buffalo Trace is made from the same distillery that Pappy is made. Um, and you have a Buffalo Trace, and again, depending on where you're buying it, it's in that $40 you know, to $50 range. Sometimes you can get it even in the high 30s, depending if you strike it lucky. But it's a fantastic bourbon. It really is so really? good. Never had it. Um, and, uh, and when I see that, I'll grab it. You know, Eagle Rare the same way. Um, some of those bourbons are made from distilleries that you know are, are are also the same places that are kicking out you know some of the higher higher end stuff. But you know, just the, the product that they're making and the the science and and I get the words wrong, but it, it, you know, called a brewmaster, but it's the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In regards to uh, bourbons, you know, I mean, it's just good stuff. Mm-hmm. What's the name of the bargain brand that's around now? Uh, the local guy here sells it. Uh, uh, Jeremiah of bourbon. Well, of anything almost, they make a lot of lot of alcohol, but it's a it's more of a private label kind of name. Where's he out of? Seeing Jeremiah Reed, Jesse James, Evan, Evan Williams. Evan Williams. Evan Williams, yeah. Evan Williams, yeah. But at one time, you know, yeah. Elijah Craig was in that same category, mm-hmm. you know, and, and but then Elijah started elaborating and saying, I mean, look, if the category grew and you don't start making higher quality stuff to try and fool people, um, because then you're going to have people that know their bourbon and drink it and are like, yeah. you know, this is no different than me buying, you know. They threw out Evan Williams. That's it. Yeah. That's it. So, Evan Williams. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So like we enjoy that, and yep. to me that's comparable to 
what I'm used to, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure it's not high end, but that's a good bargain. I mean, it's very reasonable. I, I'm a Jim Beam guy. I mean, I, that's, right. I cut my teeth on Jim Beam when I really, you know, when I really dedicated myself to her. You're still dedicated. Jim, by yourself. No, I, listen, I, I, I will buy Evan Williams once yeah. in a while, especially if I know. Um, I'm going through a lot of it. Well, like you said, if you're yeah. going to pound down a bottle of it. Yeah. 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 And it, it's not that bad. I mean, especially you talk about the flavored ones. You know how you like the fa- flavored ones? They have very good flavored ones out That's there. That's what we get. How about Old Forester? Good bourbon? I don't think I've ever had it. Which one? This is a 10-year age, age barrel. I ain't trying to keep the ratings until we actually get that one. Mm-hmm. You're talking about all these other bourbons. You're talking about that one. Who invited so, this guy? I'm just saying, if you're going to say if it's good or bad right from the get-go, we can just I didn't go say it's good. I said, have you? You asked if it was good. You asked me to be a moderator. So the, Here I am. <laughs> what is your name? What is your Monty name? Monty Hall. So I don't have a name. He's Monty, so Monty, Monty Hall. Monty Hall. The basil, <laughs> how much was the basil? Uh, how much was that? 40 bucks, probably. Yeah, probably that was 40, 40 bucks. But, you know, you talk about, like, the perceived value. I'll say $45 for that. You know, you go in, it's got the nice bib apron on it, nice stamp, you know, metal. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm immediately like, wow. I mean, especially if you're going to maybe buy it as a gift. I mean, that's something you wouldn't mind giving us. Yeah, 100%. So the first criteria I have is bottle parentheses, like presentation, Mm -hmm. I guess. So, like, looking at that bottle, what would you give it? Do you want to go out of 10 or out of 5? Whatever you want to do, decimals are allowed. What do you want to give out on presentation? And I guess I, after we get all the criteria in, we can average them, and then we'll give each one a score. We and then we'll keep track. I think we should go only as high as a five, because five. old granddad's <clears throat> not good with arithmetic. Stuff's getting caught. So, I mean, you can go around or just spit it out if you got an answer. Well, I would say with me, I... I haven't drank enough bourbon for me to be able to give it a grade, so I'd have to defer to these guys. Well, you're talking yeah, about so you're just talking on presentation. Just, you're talking on presentation. Yeah, yeah, just presentation. Yeah, just presentation. Yeah, you look at it sure. right away. Yeah. What do you think? It's unique for sure. It goes yeah. up to five. I'd say a good seven. Yeah. We're up to five, though. Yeah. <laughs> up to five? Yeah. Three and a half. Yeah. Monty. Yeah. <laughs> what do you say? Basil? I'd be in that. I mean, this is nice. This, uh, this little metal band that comes around here that's got this, uh, got the name in it. Definitely cool. Makes it look high end. Yeah, I would say if, I would give it a four for presentation. Yeah, I, I'm gonna give it a whole four and a half. I think it, yeah, it says a statement. You know, I mean, it's it catches your eye for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's sophisticated. Yes, it's definitely sophisticated. It looks like somebody's dressed up there with the, the belt around it. It's almost no. like a. Butler without arms. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's unique. I would. I it reminds would say, me a little bit of an old of an old saloon bottle, like what you would see in a western, yeah, though, too. Yeah. You know, kind of the, the, the kind of a, it's kind of streamlined. It's not a great big wide bottle. You know, you look at the Elijah Craig or the the Woodford. And I like how there's some explanation like on it where you can read about oh, yeah. it and see what it's all about. Yep. So who hasn't rated it with a number so far? So I got three ratings. Oh, four. Well, you gave it a four. Mm. Okay. Four. And then we need one more. I'm going to give it a four as well. Four as well. Okay. So we got everyone on that. Um, do you want to continue with ratings or do you want to keep talking? We can do whatever. Keep talking for right now because, you know, you talk about presentation on the bottle. I was, I'm was i in a bourbon exchange right now. 
and I had to send somebody a bottle of bourbon, and that's what I bought to send them to because presentation number one, um, and from what I've heard about it, it's always everybody speaks very highly of this type of bourbon, uh, based on Hayden. So I bought it because of presentation, and I sent it to uh, the person that you know was on my list for the bourbon exchange. Well said. How much? Uh, you said forty to forty-five for this. Mm -hmm. That right there is probably about a forty. 43 dollars 99 um, You know, and they have, of course, you know, that's probably what it is, seven fifty. dollars um, Milliliter, yeah. Yeah, milliliter. Um, yep. How about proof? Do you guys find... 80 proof, I think that is, right? Differences in proof? Is it, is it better to be higher? Is it sometimes better to be lower? Well, just like with that, you yeah, know, it's like with anything. Usually, usually higher is a little sharper, but that's why you, you get a real good bourbon that, that finishes nice and it's a hundred proof. It's a couple of these. This is ninety four. This one's yeah. ninety. Yeah. 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 Well, I think you know, like we're talking about, like the uh, you know ninety proof, whatever. And I think it goes to say, like with your cinnamon bourbons, you know, you like the cinnamon taste. You go from Fireball, which is thirty three, um, you know, percent, and you go to the Cinerator. Which is almost fifty. Wow! You know, so it's a uh, it's a big difference, and you saw the difference when you're drinking it. I felt you know? that the next day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it, it's it's keen to point out though that like um, the Fireball and Cinerator are whiskey. Whiskeys, right? Yeah. yeah. Not bourbon. True. Yeah. Yeah. And then your other flavored stuff like you were talking about, uh, Maker. Uh, you know the vanillas and. Apple. Apples and stuff like that. Uh, you know, those Jim Beam or whatever mm -hmm. you're buying, they're, they're true bourbon, flavored bourbon. So I never even looked to see. There's probably a lot of sugar in those. A lot more sugar. There is. More. Yeah. Yeah. And you can you can taste it. I mean, and I enjoy the flavored ones here and there, but it's more situational. Yeah. Um, I, that's more of a, a social. Well, that was my next, that know? was the thing coming out of my mouth is that there's nothing not to like. There's nothing not to like. It's not like it's bad tasting, but I haven't. You know, you'll find one that has a certain, like, a, you know, maple flavor or whatever, so the sound of it sounds good, but whenever I have it, it's 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 never something that I'm excited about. I would rather just have a good bourbon with mm. on ice. Night Shade and I tried some maple one time, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> we, did. we, were at, we were at a concert. Mm -hmm. We were not saying where or who we were going to see, but yeah, and we, we that night ended it. with you getting a... Blade of fish on the side of your I face. I didn't have a blade of fish stuck to the side of my yeah. face. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, that tells you how good the maple was. Yep. Yeah. So then we had we had some chicks uh, feeding us laced uh, Jello shots in mm -hmm. the parking lot. Yeah. Yep. By that time we didn't care. <laughs> so we were we were good on maple and a little bit high on PCP. I think, yeah. Yeah. We had some LSD. <laughs> Remember at uh, Chowder Fest, I think is when I started with the flavors. Remember we started at that, wound up in that bar and we yeah. were drinking. The bourbon room. The bourbon room yeah. with the apple Jim Beam, I yes. think it was. Yeah, oh yeah, it was. Crushed ice, and that's what turned me on to that. That was amazing. Yeah. I got we home were, two days later, and that was really <laughs> we were We were in that bourbon room way too long. Yeah. Yeah. That was a marathon. Yeah. 
And you had to go play that night, too. Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah, that was it. That was that night? Yeah, yeah he had to go to the, uh, the Blue Oyster, Oyster yeah. bar. Right? I put on a show like you never fucking saw before. <laughs> <laughs> the Blue Oyster. We We went on a long time after you left. Remember when right. we wound oh, up at God. that Jacob and Anthony's, Anthony's yeah. and, uh, singing that Journey song. That's the way we closed the night. Oh, my God. The whole people place. dancing on the bars. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I know those people well. Yeah. Yeah, people dancing on tables. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And crossing yeah. tables. Oh, yeah. Ashley's friend. Right? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Old granddad's daughter's friend. Oh, granddad. <laughs> oh, what a fun night. What a fun night. <laughs> but what about, I mean, do you, do you like different type of bourbons at different points during the year? I mean, do you find yourself like the flavored ones that you're talking about, makers, the flavored ones that you like? I seem to like them a little bit more during the summer months. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure why, but I do. Yeah, see, now I'm a more of a beer guy in the summer when it's hot. Yeah. yeah. So I'd say winter for me would be more of the, the bourbon? bourbons. Yeah. I mean, I like bourbon year-round, yeah. but I'm just saying the flavored yeah. ones I like more during the summer. I months. do have to agree with that one. Yeah. 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 During the winter, where I really need to get a coat on. That's yeah. when I'm like with you plain. guys is when I like them. Oh, granddad, it's, it's all up. Keep going. Oh, oh, no, Seattle. You didn't drive. No, but I gotta. Oh, granddad's got elevating. Granddad, really. Trust me, this will help. Please call the guy. <laughs> nice no, nice 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 you said it's not serious. You said it's not serious. The gates will open. What the hell are you talking about? I didn't know what I was going to drink tonight. I wasn't hungover, but boy, yeah. We drank a lot last night. What was your worst night on bourbon? How much time do you got? I'll tell you mine. Last time we were here with Cinerator. Um. You know, and I can't say I was drunk, drunk. I was definitely feeling good, but the next day, boy, did it hit. That was, I mean, I haven't been that sick in a long time. You got sick? Well, not sick, sick, oh, but okay. I felt like shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. All day. I took four naps. Yeah, yeah that night, that was the that worst night I was saying goodbye to Craig, and I was the one that was leaving. Yes, you were. <laughs> oh, I'm leaving? Oh, yeah. I'm leaving? <laughs> <laughs> I think my worst. Uh, he's like, no, you're leaving. I'm like, oh, I think my worst night on bourbon was the was the chowder crust thing because it was just an every and it just kept going and going. Yeah. And no matter where we went, you had to have a bourbon too, you know. So I know when we got to Jacob and Anthony's, mm. bourbons continued on, and they didn't have any flavored bourbon, so you're drinking, you know, whatever. I have a lot of them. <laughs> it's hard to narrow it down. But I would have to say New Year's, probably about three or four years oh, ago. <laughs> Nightshade and I were yeah. with our wives out another village here, another town, <laughs> spending the night. And, uh, Was that we, the casino night? Huh? 
Was that the casino night? No, no that's another. That's another bad time. Right. No. <laughs> that's time. when we were. Let's keep this yeah, positive. We, well, yeah, yeah, we, we we helped out things, right? Remember, right. we took control of the matter. Yeah. We were, yeah we no, but we came back. What we did we raw? What we raw that night? Raw scallops we, that night. What did you raw? Scallops. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we're, that we're, was a good night. <laughs> we can do a lot with this body. The next, we were staying at my daughter's place. And my daughter was staying somewhere else, so she let us stay at her place. And she ended up getting food for us there, not realizing we had to cook this food. So we we came back late at night, and Nightshade and I were hungry. You were hungry. The next you, day you, we you skip, had... skip the cooking part? Oh, yeah, we skipped the cooking part. <laughs> we actually ordered pizza, too, then. Two, like, yes, two pizzas that night. And two pizzas was, and raw meat. It was a snowstorm. It was stormy. It, it was, was bad, yeah. And uh, mm. we were in an apartment that, like, I don't know, we, we went out looking for the pizza guy. Right, right, right. Because he should have been there by yeah. then. Yeah. We don't even know how long it was, but it could have been five <laughs> minutes after we called. Yeah. And we were pissed because the pizza wasn't there yet. So we went looking for Our him. wives are already in bed. Yeah. So we, they go, don't move, stay here. Yeah. We're out. <laughs> looking for the pizza guy. Looking for the pizza guy. No, we... <laughs> Also, it's, we we should we should qualify 20, this twenty now. below. Had to be twenty below. As old granddad puts together one of the best times. The reality is, is part most of the story is embellished because people had to give it to us, right? right? So we're just telling the parts that people told us about, and whether it's true or not. We, yeah, we don't know. But I know we woke up and there was it looked like a frat house in the kitchen. And there was hardly any pizza left. Now, mind you, there was two pizzas. <laughs> two boxes, I should say. And then we went to take the food back because we were leaving to go back home. We're like, well, we didn't cook any of that food. We should take it back. Right. We opened up, and we're like, where the fuck are all the scallops and shrimp? And no. we're like, oh, we fucking ate that too? Yeah. <laughs> Uncooked. So, so. The only reason why... Now, there wasn't a tail of shrimp left. There wasn't any trace. The only thing that was there that we knew, it was fucking cocktail sauce. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason why we knew. Cocktail sauce was dripping all the way down the counter. It was all over. It was so all we had shrimps. to taste it, because we thought it was just spaghetti sauce. Oh, yeah. I thought it was blood. Oh, no, that's cocktail sauce. <laughs> <laughs> so no, we, ate, that. we ate two pizzas. We were outside, outside the apartment. And the two, the neighboring people, right? Yeah. They were they were hitting it hard, you know, on the token out there. They were weeding, yeah. Yeah, they were weeding pretty good. Yeah. They asked us to come over they and party with them. Our wives we, are asleep. They're like, it was a couple. I mean, hey, come on over. And although this is not visual, if anybody could think about how attractive old granddad and nightshade is, <laughs> we got cocktail sauce apparently all over our face. And we're still and getting asked. We're still <laughs> Come on over. Oh, come on over. Have some hits with us. <laughs> Happy New Year. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah. At the end of the day, there's some good memories from bourbon. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, my, my best. I really, I really can't even tell you. I, I mean, it's been a long journey, man. And uh, you know, but uh, I'd really have to phone about twelve friends for them to tell you about my best bourbon. <laughs> I might not really totally get the whole thing. To say that shameful. Mm. It's definitely my drink of choice. Mm -hmm. I mean, without a doubt. I mean, I find myself, I do like beer a lot. I like craft beer. But I can't drink that much in beer anymore. You 
know. And you mix with Coke a lot, right? Bourbon. Well, it depends on the bourbon. If it's if it is a Jim Beam, I will. To try and slow the night down a little bit more. That's really it. <laughs> and right? But if it but if it's a if it's a better bourbon, I like it on the rocks. Mm. Yeah. You know, or straight up. Yeah. I do. Like Woodford, I would not be mixing that. Absolutely not. Yeah. No, Elijah, probably not. Jim Beam. This one I won't, but Jim Beam, definitely. Evan Williams. I love definitely. a good Jim Beam and Coke and yeah, I mean, if I'm going to drink my bourbon with a Coke, then I'm, I'm going to definitely just have a Jim Beam or, you know, or, or something. Um, yeah. But we find that we hardly use any of the Coke by the end of the night. The can. next morning we wake up, just the color. bottle of just Jim Beam for, bourbon color, is gone, and we still got a 12-ounce plenty of Coke that's half full. When I first got to know old granddad, when we would start drinking bourbon, he's always like, hey, you got Coke? He's like, yeah, I got a two-liter. And uh, about <laughs> 10 years later, like, hey, did you bring the Coke? He's like, yeah, I got one. We got the streamlined. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but it is. That's my, my yeah. drink of choice. And, uh, yeah, I go on the rocks with it about 95% of the time. I like a little ginger over. I mean, focus mine, good. I like a little bit of ginger with it. Yeah. Ginger ale. Yeah, I don't mix it just about anything, you know. But um, yeah, so we we gave a good uh, dissertation on basil hazels. You know? So then, I think uh, before we wrap it up, we should say what our next one's going to be the next time. Well, you still got three more ratings to go. You got color, you got price, and you got age that we haven't even done yet. So you're skipping three. All right, we can do so that. So you can go around and kind of give your. Did we talk about taste? Yeah. We didn't talk about so that would give us five criteria. I think age age has to be has to be a separate criteria for a, a, a relative bourbon because okay. there's no point in talking about age unless we're drinking an aged bourbon. You know, really. Color, I think uh, to me, I'd like the, I'd like the darker just for a bit, yeah, just know, even visual. looking at the darker yeah. bourbon, it seems like it's more more robust. Yeah, you know, uh, this is really light. To me, the color of uh, the basil Hayden is really light. Um, it almost looks a little bit like beer, beer, okay. or mark, or, or uh, marky makers, marks pick, <laughs> makers piss. It's <laughs> about <laughs> uh, so a five. Panther piss. So I, I guess it's like opinionated with yeah. the color, depending on what you like. But out of five, so we can average these up. Yeah, color for me, I would say, would be a, uh, when I think of the other bourbons, a two. So color, I wouldn't say. I agree with But that. it wouldn't deter me from drinking it, or obviously. I'll give it a two as well. But it does, to me, like the perception is darker, the better. Yeah. If you took it out of that bottle and you just put it in a clear glass and you put other bourbons in a clear glass and you said, you know, what do these, what do these bourbons look attractive to you or look like they'd be a you good You would get bourbon? the darker one. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know if I would think this was a bourbon, right. to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You would. Yeah. yeah. It's like white wine. White wine, right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it just... Because the Jim Beam is Either that or a scotch. Jim Beam and Jack Daniels is darker than this. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't even... So, uh, I don't particularly care for the color. So, that may have to be it'll be in a rye base, though, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Rye's will be lighter. I'd go with a two and yeah. a half. 
And what about you, Nice Dick? Uh, I'm going to have to say it's a one and a half for me. And Marcus Mark, you said... Uh, I said two. two. Yeah, I got three twos, a two and a half, and a Make one and a half. Marcus Mark. And uh, to clarify, his name's Nightshade, and they keep calling him Nightstick, and I don't want to give up the, right, <laughs> the wrong vibe. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> it is Nightshade, that's the one he chose, but Nightstick seems to stick more, so... We'll see what happens in the next episode. episode. <laughs> 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 All right, next we got price. So I guess it's like, it's not as much like the price of it, it's more so the value yeah. that you're getting out of it. Well, I think we've all think had good. a chance to taste it. Mm-hmm. And, and I've bought it many times have, before. We so. understand the price is, you know, 40 to $45 for $750. Yeah. It's um, smooth. Yeah. It is smooth. Oh, definitely. Very smooth. Um, would I would I um, would I buy it? I would probably choose a different type of bourbon, to be honest, in my opinion, for that price. I think I would. Um, so as for price, mm-hmm. you know, it is smooth. You got a decent taste to it, but I would say uh, probably a little bit more than what I would pay for the, you know, the quality of what I'm seeing. Yeah, because I think you're also paying a little bit for the glamour of the bottle. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I would probably say, I would probably go with two and a half with the price. Not too happy with it. Yeah. Um, for me, because I'm looking for a little more something, and as we talked about, everybody's in different spaces of, of bourbon. Uh, you know, I'm always looking for something a little more bolder. Mm-hmm. Um and I know what this is. I like it. It's a smooth bourbon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm reaching for something, so I'm really gonna probably give it a solid two and a half. I like the half marks. Yeah. It's like football. I would have to give it about I'd say a two and a half as well. Um, only because uh, like I said, the visual of it at all, and uh, just it's just not there for me. Um, like I said, I think you're paying uh, a little bit more because of the bottle branding. Um, you know, or you have some other bottles that are, you know, not as fancy, but the bourbon is much better that's in those other bottles. Yeah. You need one more? We need two more. You oh, and uh, yeah. Makers. I'm going to go a little bit higher. I mean, I bought this and like Don, or like uh, Nightshade was saying, you know. <laughs> At least I'm sticking a first name. We haven't thrown a first and yeah. last name out, yeah. so I mean, you still got that. And that's a theoretical yeah. first. It could be. We don't even know. It's actually it a nickname. Just be my just alter ego because right. I did come up second with second alter ego. Yeah, I have like four different names. At least. <laughs> yeah, but it's a, so it's a, so it's a smooth finish for sipping, but it doesn't have that those robust flavors that after you drink different bourbons, you're almost looking for. Yeah. You know. So value-wise, I mean, I uh, don't think twice really about buying it. And so, you know, there's a couple others in that same price category that kind of I'll buy a bottle of that sometimes, buy a bottle of the other sometimes. <clears throat> but, yeah, so I'll give it a three and a half. I'm going to go satisfied. with that. Satisfied. I'm, I'm satisfied with it. Me too. And I, I like, uh, it is smooth, and I don't like the real powerful taste right. of some others. So I'm going to go three and a half as well. I would buy that again. I think that's a fair price. What did I give it? You give it two and, and a half. Two and a half. Oh, 
haven't stayed there. But I, I'll point out that I have bought many bottles of basil egg, and I would not hesitate to buy another one, you know, because it it's a quality. Uh, and for you as the virgin? Yes. It's not basil and Hayden's? Basil Hayden. I don't care. But. That's okay. I like it better. I would just for that price, I'd probably buy a different type of bourbon. I don't know if I'd buy this one again. I like that. It was easy. Mm. It is easy. So, did we hit all the criteria? Uh, you still got taste. Taste. Mm. Oh, taste. Going along the same lines, it was super easy to smooth. drink. It was smooth. Um, it wasn't that real strong, like I call gas taste you get sometimes. And I'd give it a, I'd give it a strong four. Well, I haven't taken drank as many different bourbons as Dom or The names are for sure a work in progress. Yeah. No. No. Or Oral Granddad. You know, but Oral Granddad. Oral Granddad. That's your new name. Well, we got a separate website for that. But as far as it being robust, it's not a it's not a robust bourbon, so it's not gonna not gonna fall high in the cl- classification of you know having a real strong. But it is smooth, easy drinking. So I'd probably go three and a half as the uh, bourbon virgin. Um, I would say out of the ones that I have tasted, this probably has to definitely be one of the smoother bourbons out there. Um, I'd give it a three. I'm gonna again not my my choice because I like you know a, a, a different criteria or bolder, but for a rye which I typically would never pick up again um, if I bought it by accident, um, I'll give it a three because I think it's it's a solid taste. I would agree with Nightshade that just like my coffee, I like them nice and strong. I like my bourbons a little bit stronger, and I. No, this is smooth, but it's not not my uh, not down the alley. I like to go, but um, so personally, I would I would give it a uh, I would give it a three. I think that's all the criteria now. Yeah, so I think. Yeah, I think going into the next time that we uh, sit in front in front of this microphone, we have to come up with uh, you know what do we want to go to next. And I also think we need to do a little more pre-gaming before uh, we actually sit down. Yeah, I actually didn't think it was too bad. I mean, as far as, like, conversation, I mean, it's been an hour. Right, but so I, I think mean, we need to go. it hasn't been dry, though. Right. That's, that's well, we see, so if we're going to choose Elijah Craig, you know, let's all take a look and do a, you know, do a little research yeah. so that we yeah. all yeah. have a little more knowledge. How long are you medically in, uh, not able to drink bourbon? Well, it depends on, you know, what... AA's rules are. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got my first chip yet. But. Yeah, but uh, the AA's are quitters. <laughs> but, but believe me, I, whether or not I can or can't, um, I have enough experience to speak for. So yeah. <laughs> I don't need to be tasted. But I think every once in a while we need the uh, bourbon yeah. nightshade to join us. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> we'll Are we supposed to talk about a, a topic, or you can really do whatever you want? I mean, for this episode, I think it was good to get uh, 
basically who you are out there mm-hmm. so people can kind of understand who's talking like i think the voices are different enough where they can kind of associate with who's talking yeah. and what they're saying um but i mean from here on out if you have something you want to bring in you can just bring it in like just bring it up and kind of go with it um yeah. i mean for an hour of talking i mean didn't seem like you guys really struggled <laughs> so no um for sure it's it was a- enough conversation so it's always going to be about bourbon you can go no, by change anything. I think you should rate the bourbon at the end to keep it with the same thing, but you don't have to have the whole conversation about bourbon. Yeah, we'll I think it. you could talk about pretty much anything. I mean, okay. when we become famous, then it'll just right. branch Well, off. hopefully, you get bourbon sent to you, and then you don't have to pay for the bourbon. Oh, <laughs> you know, stuff that's going on. You know, we talk about anything, yeah. yeah. And you know, as, as uh, you know, Maker had pointed out, you, you, you guys do like a flavored kind of thing and you're talking about different uh brands of, of flavored too mm-hmm. and you, because when you have an apple you know a jim beam apple or or different variations of it you're gonna like one of those over a different one too you know yeah. so uh <clears throat> and let's talk about basil shirt <laughs> why don't we talk about that it's holiday season why don't we talk about the yeah christmas attire Pretty impressive. Noel on the back. Noel on the back. <laughs> we should have had a uh, yeah, ugly, three or, three or four ugly, ugly sweater around there. somewhere. Well, that's where it came from. Yeah. Um, you don't say. Back years ago. <laughs> yeah, years ago. Well, it was a party where everybody was supposed to wear an ugly sweater or whatever. You were probably. Yeah, I've had the remember. shirt for. The nightshade has this, this like nice red. Yeah, it's nice. The last time I saw him in that was last year, Christmas time, when he was out singing. Yeah, up in Saratoga. Yeah. I remember yeah. that. Had a and, scarf uh, on too. I've actually uh, worn this in a business meeting before too. Have you really? A couple times. Yeah. In the U.S. Uh, once no. in Europe. <laughs> Definitely once in the U.S. <laughs> hey, when we do get to like a Jim Beamy type of thing, I'll buy like a few different flavors, right? And bring them. We can sample each one and mm-hmm. get a tool of that. Everybody like it enough to oh, try yeah. it. Yeah. Really? Oh, definitely. I think if you did like a blind kind of taste mm-hmm. test kind of thing, like if you got like three different brands of an apple flavored mm-hmm. or a cinnamon flavored, and then you kind of choose which one you like, and then at the end I can say, oh, you rated this one the highest. Um, something like that. Yeah. I mean, when it's cheaper, you can buy more bottles. Yeah. <laughs> or, I guess what comes down to. Or maybe it'd be better to say, stick with a flavor like apple, yeah. and then buy a Jim Beam, uh, and uh, buy a few different brands, mm-hmm. and then stick uh, blindfold yeah. test them yeah. and see who liked which one better. Right. Right. Yeah. You can also rate them like what you, which one you think is more expensive. Mm-hmm. Like say like I think this one's just from the taste. Of it. Yeah. yeah, just from the taste. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like that. I'll do that one when it comes. That really test. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. You guys don't have much to prove these two are the ones that you want to catch up. <laughs> well, be careful. Yeah. You might not want to do that. <laughs> um, obviously. <laughs> I'm the wet kid. Care what you aspire for. Yeah. And I think we should actually have to wear blindfolds. <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely got to have blindfolds on. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm trying to get every drop. <laughs> <laughs> you give it a fucking three, you keep yeah. pouring it. You can lick the rim if you want. <laughs> 